Today's episode is sponsored by ChrisTaylorRacing.com. Welcome to Driven to Compete, where we interview badass, high-performing individuals to learn more about their competitive spirit and share their stories as a form of inspiration for our community. with Joe Gersh and we are in Howlett in Oklahoma for an SCCA race weekend and you are here all the way from where do you live Conroe Texas just north of Houston okay yeah and if I are you a pilot yes okay yeah I of United Airlines oh really I didn't know that yeah interesting how long you been doing that 36 years oh my gosh you love it yeah I hope I never have to work for a living yeah <laughs> well, um, let's talk a little bit about what you're doing this year, uh, what you're racing, and where you plan on racing this year. Well, this year I've uh, cut back a little. Uh, I've had a medical issue that I'm not currently not flying for a few months, and so my racing budget is not what it was. Uh, I didn't go to Road Atlanta. I didn't go to Sebring. Uh, I went to Circuit America as I'm racing here. I'll probably try and race uh, at uh, the June Sprints. Um, other than that, I'm not really sure. It kind of depends. I'm hoping to get back to work flying in June, and if that's the case, then uh, whatever I can do the rest of the rest of the year. Got it. And so, if I remember right, because I was at June Sprints this last year, you won that, didn't you? Yeah, Saturday and Sunday, I was really fortunate. Um, uh, John Phillips actually was trying a different car out. He was trying some just something else to test for the runoffs. And he asked me, you want to use my car? And I said, well, sure. And it was a good car. And it was, things went well for me that weekend, and I was able to win both days, which was nice. That is awesome. Now, you've done a few laps there before, haven't you? Yeah, and that's kind of, I grew up in Wisconsin. Oh. I've been, uh, in fact, I first went to the June Sprints when I was 10 years old with my dad and my brother. And in the 50 running since then, I've only missed a handful, either as a spectator, a corner worker, a driver, a crew person. And so uh, to, to win there is pretty special for me. You know, uh, I, I tell people, you know, for me, I think I felt like what an IndyCar driver feels when he wins the Indy 500. That's what the June Sprints was like for Man, me. Man, that's awesome. Had you won it before or no? I won it in 2020 with this Yaris, um, and uh, I've run pretty good there. I think in the 12 runnings that I've had there, I've only been off the top three once, the podium once. So wow. That's, <laughs> it's a track that suits me, I yeah, guess. Yeah, I guess so. That's awesome. That's incredible. Um, do you have a favorite track? Uh, besides Road America, um, I really like Sears Point, or Sonoma Raceway, they call it now. Uh, I think that's an awesome track. Road Atlanta is another track I really like. Watkins Glen. Uh, seems to me those fast-flowing tracks are the ones that, that, that I at least do better on. Uh, I don't know why. but. Well, how long have you actually been racing? Uh, since 1990, SCCA racing since 1990. 1990, yeah. wow. And then what have you been racing that time? Uh, primarily the first, like, 23 years that I raced, I was racing IT cars. Uh, I've had several different ITA and ITB cars. Um, I raced GT3 for a little while, and uh, I found out I'm not a good enough mechanic to race those cars. <laughs> and uh, when they had the, the 2017... Uh, runoffs at Indianapolis. I wanted to go there with a car that was at least competitive. And John Phillips had built a Honda Fit, 
And he said, hey, you want to buy my old car? And I said, why not? So I've been running a B-Spec now since 2017. Okay, cool. Well, how, how, do you, how do you compare B-Spec to some of the other things that you've raced? And do you see yourself staying with B-Spec? Uh, for the foreseeable future, yeah. Um, I, I've raced a Mazda 2 that I had for a while and the, the Yaris that I've got now. And uh, the one thing I like about it is... Um, they're kind of, you know, the cars are kind of low tech, you know what I mean? And they're kind of a pain in the butt to drive because they don't handle particularly well and they don't have any power, as everybody, mm -hmm. as you know, from racing them. Um, but the one thing that is nice about them is you can run them on and off the trailer without having to take an air dam off. Uh, you know, the engines and everything about it are, are more reliable than a lot of cars. And just the reliability aspect of it and... Uh, uh, the, I guess the simpleness of the cars suits a guy like me who I'm no ace mechanic, you know, so uh, that's, it, it suits me, you know. I think classes like maybe T4, T3, B-Spec, those are good classes for uh, people that don't like necessarily tinkering with cars all weekend. Well, and you do all your own stuff. Yeah, for the most part, um, I you know I get help. Uh, John Phillips helps me out a lot. Um, I've had other people in the past help me out. Guys like uh, Louis Rivera when I was in Colorado, uh, Jeff Winter. The guys have really helped me that uh, have done things that I don't feel comfortable doing. But just the regular maintenance and the regular you know take, taking it, you know changing brakes and you know taking it to and from the tracks. Yeah, I do that all on my own always. Yeah, and have well. So my setup's totally different. I'm not mechanically inclined. I. I don't want to take the time to do it. I don't want to buy all the tools to do it. Um, if I could snap my finger to make it happen, I could, but you can't, <laughs> right, right? Right. So um, I'm kind of an arrive and drive kind of guy, mm -hmm. and you, you probably have never done that. Uh, yeah, I've never done that. Um, I have had uh, a couple deals uh, where I've rented some cars that have been kind of like that uh, for different things, um, and it's nice if you can afford to do it. Boy, I tell you, it's... Uh, it's nice. But the other thing is, you know, I just like um, kind of, you know, being in charge of myself and, yeah. on the race weekend and doing everything uh, as far as getting the car ready to go on my own. And it's, it's kind of satisfying for me to do that. Uh, you know, some guys, they just want to show up and have fun. And if they can afford to do it, more power to them, you know. Yeah. I mean, there's there's different there's different extremes within right. there, right? Absolutely. There's, so, I mean, I don't even own my own car. I just rent the thing. Well, I didn't right? even know that. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. I, I've never owned a car. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I've had three different Mazda 2s with Chris. Uh-huh. And, but there's other people that, that they own their own right. vehicle, right? right. Uh, Kent and... Yeah. and, they, and Chris prepares the cars for that's them right. and transports them. and transports them, them right? right? Yep. So... The, he he does all that for me. Plus, I, I pay him because I you know, I get to rent it. It's a race car, yep. and I get the same level of support that that any of the other drivers right, get that have their nice. own car. You bet. So um, I, I I really like it. Um, but then you know, B spec is probably one of the most affordable classes. No you doubt, on the national classes for sure. Yeah. there's no doubt about it. And even though the prices of the cars, the used cars, has gone up as the class has gotten more popular. I still can't think of another class that's comparable in cost as far as low cost. You Do you know? consider lemons like a class? Well, I mean, uh, that's a whole different ball game because you're in with a group of guys typically uh, doing that type of thing, you know. And um, I have raced in lemons in World Racing League and uh, Champ Car World Series. 
I've done a fair amount of racing with that in addition to my SCCA racing. Um, there's a couple different teams that I've raced with and for. And uh, uh, the Lemons situation, in my opinion, is, I don't know what the right term is, too amateurish maybe or too silly. Yeah. They, a lot of rules are, are your hardcore racer looks at them and kind of goes, man, this is, this is not so good. Whereas the World Racing League and the Champ Car are more of a serious type of series and they're good i mean uh i enjoy doing them a lot um it's different than uh it's kind of fun being part of a team versus uh at scca you're just by yourself you know and uh and i really enjoy doing it and i'll do it as much as i can and that's the difference between endurance and the sprint stuff right absolutely uh you know typically those races are eight hours long sometimes longer and uh you know your scca races are 25 to 35 minutes so um you know there's pit stops involved uh, there's some teamwork. Fast pit stops can make a difference, um, and you know you just there's a group of guys that it's a collective effort, and and I I enjoy doing that. Um, it's not, it will never replace SCCA racing for me, but for some guys that's they're happy doing it. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, how how did you just just start? Just start? Like, did you do karting or what? what no, I never. Well. I, yeah, I raced go-karts when I was younger, but not at a serious level okay. that a lot of young kids do yeah. karting. Um, there was a group of us guys, uh, and then, but as soon as I got a car, that stopped. And there was a local uh, uh, short track uh, around my hometown that uh, a lot of us raced at, uh, but, you know, like a lot of people, when I was in my early 20s, uh, I wasn't making enough money to, to race cars. And uh, I got into SCCA racing when I was 28 and raced at a, a very economical level for a lot of years. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, I joke with a lot of people that I suffer from AIDS, aviation-induced divorce syndrome, which a lot of us pilots have. And uh, uh, my divorce cost me uh, a lot. And so I stayed at that low level for a long time. When I finally got done paying for all that, I moved up to national class and and, and now spending what like what was be a normal race budget. You okay, know. good. I, there was a period there where I went like ten years. I never bought one new tire. You know, I was always using somebody's takeoffs oh, or, wow. or used tires yeah. or something. You know, I mean, I was doing it as cheap as I could, but uh, you know, now I'm at least got new tires, so that's fun. So that's interesting. Uh, the different you know tips and tricks that you've used over the years to kind of help you know extend your racing uh, time. Oh, yeah, yeah, so, absolutely. The takeoff tires from other people and any other advice you would give some folks who well are just... you know uh the main thing was for for years and years i hardly ever raced out of division just because the tracks were close and it was cheaper to go to those places mm. um now when i'm able to afford it i thoroughly enjoy going to you know sonoma watkins Glen, road america sebring road atlanta all the all the big pro tracks um it's 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 different racing at those tracks because typically the facility is just better. Um, and uh, some of those, you know, like the June sprints, uh, the runoffs, they draw a pretty good crowd also, you know, and it's a different, it's almost like a pro weekend almost versus uh, uh, an amateur weekend like we have here today. And there's nothing wrong with this. Hallett's a great track. I yep. love it here. Um, but it's just kind of a different vibe when you go to a super tour race at uh, a big time professional track. Yeah. Yep. Well, what's uh What's your favorite track? 
Over in America, yeah. I, I grew up there. I've been going there since I was a little kid. Plus, I think it's the best track in the country. But there's a lot of great ones. Circuit of America is in, in Austin. It's a f phenomenal track. Um, uh, I really like Watkins Glen. I like Road Atlanta. I like uh, Sonoma. Uh, those are my favorite tracks. You know, a lot of people I know love Laguna Seca. I've raced there a lot. Not my favorite track. Yeah. Even though I've done well there and won there many times, I just, I don't know. It's just one of those tracks to me that's just it's not as fun as some of the other ones. Yeah. Know? So at Road Atlanta, they just didn't they repave it not too long ago. Not you know, not Atlanta, um, Road Road America. They have repaved it this past fall and, and spring. This year will be the first oh, year okay. that it's got the new pavement on it. And I know the last time they did it, um, track records fell big time. I'm sure that's going to happen yeah. uh, this year. That, you know the thing that's amazing about that track, it's in such a northern climate, you get brutal winters up there, but yet that's got to be one of the smoothest tracks in the country. They really did a good job of, of building that track. In fact, it's only been repaved twice and that track opened up in 1955. I was going to say, it has been, it's one of the older tracks, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, 55 is when they, I think Watkins Glen's the only permanent track that's older than Road America and uh, by a couple of years. And uh, I know for a fact they've only repaved Road America two times. Including this one? Including or two? this one. Oh, really? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's just an, a phenomenal track preparation of what they've done there. So my first time was this last summer, and there was a lot of talk about the kink, right? Yeah. But then they were like, well, there's not, there's not much of a kink anymore, especially not in our cars. For us, uh, if you're not taking the kink flat, you're not yeah. doing it right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There are other cars, though, that, and other cars that I've raced there, that it's a really difficult corner. I think that corner and the, the right-hander at the bottom of the S's at Sonoma have got to be the two toughest corners that I've ever experienced. You know, if you can take those flat... Uh, you've done something, you know, in most cars. Our cars, they aren't really fast enough. You still got to be on the proper line through the kink. Uh, I've had some side-by-side -side issues there that have been kind of kind of sketchy. Yeah, but, that would uh, be that would be a little you know, sketchy. I, yeah. I remember coming, you know, you're going around that the, the, the big horse carousel, carousel yeah. and I'm like, oh, man, I, I hear somebody coming and looking, and it's like they're faster than me, and I'm like, doing the calculus in my head <laughs> when were they right, what are they going to pass yeah, me right on the inside of the cake oh. you're going oh man oh man hear that believe it or not summer is just around the corner luckily armor all america's most trusted auto appearance brand has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine plus now through may 31st we'll give you five dollars for every 20 you spend on armor all products that means car wash pods protectant tire shine you name it Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Yeah. I'm going to lose it because I don't, I want to be full, full, right. and full if you're not, there. If you're not through there, you, you, you lapse dead. Yeah, because yeah. that, that's, at the end of that stretch, you're probably the fastest you get to. Yeah, absolutely, yep. Uh, uh, to Canada Corner? Absolutely, yeah, that's the, you know, coming down the hill in the five, uh, that's where they've got the, uh, the, speed the, trap. the speed trap. But I personally think the highest speed is, is uh, right before you break for Canada Corner. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, I, they're very close, um, but I was looking at the, the, the data the last time I was there, and it was a mile or two faster at Canada Corner. Yeah, and I know, uh, you know, if you're doing it right, from the moment you get on the gas at 8, you're flat out to you yeah. break for 12. Yeah. That's got to be the longest continuous flat-out section in the U.S., no yeah. doubt about it. Yeah, 
Yeah, I, I, I loved the course. I just couldn't believe how clean it was, and everything seemed like it was new to me. Yep. It's just yeah. unbelievable. Yeah, and for one of the oldest tracks, it's, uh, you know, I remember I raced at Watkins Glen the year they, they repaved that uh, about five years ago, four or five years ago, and, oh, man, that, 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 that service was so smooth. Again, another, that's by far the fastest lap, highest speed, yep. uh, average speed in the, in the U.S., and uh, uh, just a super fun track. Every corner's fast, um, and uh, I kind of like those kind of tracks. Now, what do you think about Sebring? Because that's not, that's not flat, <laughs> or not, not smooth. <laughs> not smooth. Uh, you know, the thing about Sebring is such a compromise, because obviously Sunset Bend is, is bouncy as heck, you know, um, and there's a, you know, like exiting one is like that but the rest of the track where the regular pavement is it's pretty good and you know if your car is soft enough to go through 16 well then it's too soft the rest of the track and um you got to get it just right for it to to be a good lap time i remember in 2020 i was able to win both super tour races there and felt like man the car's great and then uh, i came back there in 2022 and i was about to tail on charlie you know and i'm like <laughs> What happened? You know, and, and uh, I think my shocks weren't weren't new then, and it, that was made all the difference in the world. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, um, did I ask you what your favorite win was? Oh, for sure, uh, June sprints yeah. for me. Yeah, I, you know, I've been able to win. I think eight Super Tour races, and those are always big because we always have a good group of guys there. Yeah. You know, and um, uh, so that's kind of fun to do. Um, but uh, for me, winning the June sprints is, is big. You know, I don't, I've never been competitive enough to run at the front at, uh, at the runoffs. I think eight is the highest I've been. And uh, I can imagine, though, that, that there can be nothing like, like winning the runoffs. Yeah. You know, for, for guys like you and I, yep. just being able to be up there. You know, yeah. if you and I are running up with the guys running up front at the runoffs, then we know we're doing yeah, something. Yeah, if you're getting the you top know. 10, I mean, that. Uh, I mean, so many national champions up there right, right in front, yep, right? Right, no doubt. Yeah. Um, even in our group, it's several national champions, oh yeah, you know. Yeah. So, you know. Uh, John, isn't he one? John's a national champion. Riley Sawyer's a national champion. Uh, Dave Darty's won a national championship. There have been some other B-Spec winners that uh, have raced in B-Spec. Um, uh, I remember the guy that won at uh, uh, Laguna Seca that one year in 2014. Kyle, he... Uh, he has raced on and off with us over the years. I mean, these guys know how to drive, you know. And uh, uh, if you're running up front in B-Spec, you've done well. And I you know, like, remember at Indianapolis, there was 61 of us out yeah. there. You know, and you got to feel that big. Uh, if you're if you're in that near that front group, you're doing something right. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, how about any like just heartbreaks for you? Uh, you know, I can't say I've ever had any real bad heartbreaks in SCCA racing. I mean, there have been races, you know, where you've dropped out when you were doing well and things for whatever reason that, that are a bummer. But um, I've never totaled a car in 33 years of racing. Um, I've had a few minor accidents, but I've never uh, had a real big one, bad one. And um, I know I had a friend of mine who built a brand new car, and the first time we went out to test it, it burned to the ground. Oh. You know, I've never had anything like that happen to me. So I've been really fortunate. Yeah. You know, I've never been in any real bad accidents. I've never had anything where I've had a big lead at a at the runoffs and then uh, have the car have something happen to it or something like that. So I, all my heartbreaks have been little ones. You know, okay, I well, it's been good for me. That know? is good. My yeah. gosh. Uh, 
you know, I, I, I can't, I've definitely had my drama I mean, in the I two remember years. That, that one time I saw you tumbling in front of me at that yeah. Circle Americas, and I thought, man, I'm glad I'm not that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, that was not very I know. pretty. I mean, it was, it was slow motion. I tell people, uh, you know, did you get hurt? And I was like, it was like rolling over in a marshmallow, right? Yeah. It was just super, super slow. It was annoying. Though, and then no, just screeched forever, you know? So, uh, yeah, that, that kind of ruined that. I haven't had any luck at Circuit of Americas. I really haven't. Yeah, I've but, never run real great there myself. But yeah. uh, uh, I've almost rolled these cars on a couple occasions, but I've been, I've been able to keep it upright. <laughs> I know Chris Taylor's got this video of me. I'm about oh, is that 50 you? <laughs> yeah. He made a T-shirt out of that. Yeah, I've got one of those. That's he gave all, me one. That because is awesome. Yeah. I thought <laughs> that's sort of an angle. But, yeah, it was. Uh, he, he and I had come together uh uh, Where turn, was this at? Turn one at, at, at uh, VIR. Okay. And uh, it was funny because I was passing um, uh, Kent Carter, and uh, Chris braked a little earlier than I expected him to. And I kind of went up the inside of him. I said, I gotta hope he sees me. And we hit just about wheel to wheel. Uh -huh. And when, when, we, when we touched, it pushed my right front wheels up on that curb. And that curb's pretty big, turn one at, at okay. VIR. And the car just went like this. And then, you know, I had to turn left, so I wouldn't roll it. And I knew Chris was right there. Yeah. And I thought, he's going to do one of these to me. But he had backed off. He's got this picture of me up it in It was the amazing. Yeah, he's in, <laughs> in camera. Yeah. And there's this car that's just like a 45-degree angle right yeah. in front of him. Yeah, that's I broke a shock when it's banged down, but I was able to get that fixed and then and do well at that runoff. So that was that, that was a good. Deal. That is something else, and I, I know that's going to be great for the next two years. We'll be at uh, well, VIR this year and then uh, Road America the right. next two years. Yep, yep. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Um, I'm hoping I'll get to both of them and. Uh, uh, I've done well at Road America. I'm hoping. I was so bummed out in 20. I actually won the Super Tour points that year, mainly because it was a COVID year and a lot of guys didn't go to that many races. I was able to go to a bunch of races that year, won several of them, and I uh, won the Super Tour points that year. And I was really looking forward to that race, and my engine failed, you know. <laughs> and uh, I was able to get a salvage yard engine, but it just didn't have it, you know. Yeah. And, and I was able to finish the race and. Uh, and it got me uh, to where I could get the points thing that year. But uh, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to Road America and hope they'll get the car running good. And uh, I feel I can at least be near the front at that one, you know. Do you, do you think the car you had last year versus the Yaris, which one do you think is faster at Road America? Well, the, the uh, John's got the long wheelbase Yaris. He's got the four-door, and that really, really handled well. I've never driven a B-spec car that handled like that, and that includes the Mazda 2 that I raced, which was a phenomenal handling car. Um, the This short wheel base Yaris that I've got is a little bit more challenging, but I've done well with that car there. And, uh, you know, as you know, in these this class, everything's got to be right. The setup's got to be right. The engine's got to be right. The tune's got to be right. And everything's got to be perfect or you're basically nowhere. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I've, all of us are striving for to get to that uh level you know at races like that yep well if you were going to give advice to somebody on how to get started in racing that we even see if they want to do it what 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 should they try first no doubt uh i think uh if you can afford to at least arrive and drive and concentrate on your driving that is that would be nice if you can afford to do that um the other thing is a lot of guys think oh i'm going to build a car don't do that 
I personally have never built a car. Not that you can't do it because you can make it exactly how you want to do it, but every race car that's built will be resold for half of what it's worth. That's just the way, the way race cars are. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you get uh, your car that's been built and has been run successfully by somebody else and is changing classes or, or going to a different car, um, that would be the thing, pick up one of those cars. And then if, then if you own one of those cars, even if you don't have the mechanical uh, wherewithal to, to be able to run it on your own, you can do what guys like Ken Carter does and, and pay somebody to tow the car to the track and, and crew for, the, for you at the track. Mm -hmm. um, you know, these cars aren't uh, complicated enough that even a non-mechanical dummy like me can, can run the cars and change the brakes and do all that kind of stuff. Um, and they're, they're certainly capable. I think, you know, the cars that are relatively simple, Spec Miata, B-Spec, T4, those type of cars, I, that's what I would get into. And, of course, they're a regional class car, and I raced them forever, but IT cars are generally the least expensive and uh, just as much fun as any of the other classes to run. You know? Yeah. The one thing I think that um, that has made it better for me when I'm racing is always ha having at least one person that you're that you're competitive with. Right, exactly. Because uh, yeah. if you're out there by yourself, it's yeah. it's a little bit different. But if you get a class car that uh, there is well subscribed, uh, spec Miata, spec Racer Ford, B spec, even some of the you know like T4 type of classes. Um, you're going to have somebody you can run with. Even if you're not at the front, there's somebody at your level that, that you can at least strive to race with. You know? And if you're with that person, you're able to have a race and have fun. And that's the key to it. You know? yeah. Formula V is probably the same way in Formula Cars. You know, there's classes out there. And the other thing that's good about it is those type of classes, Formula V, B-Spec, uh, we all know each other. We all help each other out. I can't tell you how many times I've been at races where guys like Chris Taylor, um, uh, Kent Carter, uh, uh, all the local guys that I race with, uh, Zach Fox, have helped me. You know, I've had an issue of some sort, and I'll ask these guys, and they're right there in with me helping me fix the car, and uh, it's invaluable, you know, uh, that camaraderie. And, and just, uh, I remember I had an accident once at VIR, and uh, I come in, and uh, Dave Darty and Chris Mabry basically fix the car for me. I'm standing there looking at him. You know, I mean, uh, it's just uh, it's really cool to have yeah. that type of uh, camaraderie and, and help and, uh, and 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 you know friendship on in this in this class. And that's what SCCA racing is all about. Yeah, yeah. It's I'd... not like stock car racing where guys are going at each other with uh, with tire irons or something. I've never seen anything like that. Yeah, no, it's 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 definitely family like, and then. Especially in class, you know, there's a lot of respect and it's help between everybody. Yeah, it's, I, I love it, you know. I can't uh, can't say enough about it. Joe, thank you nice so much. Nice talking to you. I hope you. to see you out on track shortly. I know. I hope to get there. I want to thank you for listening or watching Drive to Compete. It's been a pleasure sharing this episode, and I hope that we've provided some inspiration and entertainment along the way. I absolutely love hearing from you, and I promise... I'll personally respond to every comment, every question, and every request. If you want to connect, start with our website, driventocompete.com. Also, don't forget to subscribe to our newsletter. Whether you reach out or not, please like, subscribe, and share. Until next time, 
go kick some ass.